Welcome to Golden Point Sports, your number one sports talk podcast. Now for your host, two guys who are killing the dad bod book, living out their faith, and talking sports, Robert Foster and Brad Winter. On today's episode, folks, we're going to talk, well, we're just going to talk college football and we're going to talk about the NFL. Not a whole lot else going on, but that's okay because it's our favorite time of the year and uh, that's football time. Am I right? Anyways, without further ado, Brad, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Uh, just, you know, working and uh, it's a little cold, but uh, not not too bad. So uh, getting ready for the crazy uh, day tomorrow that is election day, so. Yes, uh, I, I think it is uh, – I guess it's obligato- It's obligated that we say uh, go vote. Um, don't really care who you vote for. Just go vote. It's your right to vote, and so uh, do it, you know? Uh, anyways, all right. Uh, and we also we're, – we're praying for uh, – we're, we're praying and, and thinking about uh, thinking about what's going to happen uh, due to the election. Obviously, there's going to be people who are, who are going to be upset uh, that their candidate didn't win, but listen, you know, uh, life is, listen, life is, is, isn't about, doesn't have to be made up of who, who is, who wins the election and who doesn't, you know, don't, uh, don't get crazy because of it. Okay. Um, the, whoever, who the president is, doesn't have as much of an effect over your life as you might think, but either way, um, Brad, let's, uh, let's not get into politics here. Uh, either way, let's, uh, let's talk about college football. First and foremost, uh, college kids, um, this might be the first time that they ever get to vote. Uh, some of these college kids, especially, or at least in a presidential election, that is. Um, and so, Brad, let's talk about this here. Um, you know, this past weekend, it, was, it wasn't as, as, I guess, as fun of a weekend as possible. I know that you had your Nittany Lions going up against the Buckeyes and all this good stuff. Um, but, you know, we had some news come out on, what, Thursday that Trevor Lawrence – uh, would miss the game against Boston College, and now we know he'll miss the game against Notre Dame as well uh, due to him testing positive for COVID-19. Um, Clemson, they don't look the same without Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they squeaked by. They escaped with a win over Boston College. Um, they shut them out in the second half, but still, their defense really had to step up, that's for sure. Uh, can they do the same against Notre Dame? I, I don't think they can, but, uh, but yeah, maybe you can give us our thoughts on that uh, when we get down to the uh, – talking about this weekend all right number 15 coastal carolina number nine byu and number six cincinnati they continue to roll brad i I mean look these these non-power five schools are are doing are doing good um especially coastal carolina who expected that oh my goodness anyways uh georgia listen they got a great defense but their offense is horrible I, i mean you can't score only 14 against the against kentucky uh yeah as a you know, when you're supposed to, when you should be doing better than that, especially when your defense is doing that well. Um, yeah. Uh, the Big 12, you know, it continues to be a question mark. Uh, Texas, they took down OK State. OK State was who I had picked to win the, uh, had win the Big 12. And I don't know if I, I don't know if that's uh, going to happen. I mean, it's, again, continues to be a big question mark in the Big 12. Texas A&M and, and Bama, they are, uh, they're setting up to be a great showdown. Uh, both schools doing well. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it should be a really good showdown between them two. Uh, and then Ohio state, uh, they looks, they look like the team to beat in the big 10 as of right now, but Hey, could a school like Indiana have something to say about that? 
Um, I doubt it, but uh, don't count them out. People did against the people counting them out against uh, against Brad, Brad's Penn State Nittany Lions, and they beat them. Now, granted, you know some people would say, "Hey, you know, uh, State Ohio State beat Penn State, so Indiana could give Ohio State a run for the money." Not exactly how it works, but hey, you know, semantics is uh, what we looked at things, or we look at that for a reason. Uh, but either way, Brad, what do we have to look forward to this week in college football? I'm glad you asked, man, because this week I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So Wednesday kicks it off where we have all the MAC teams back in action. I'm calling it MAC Madness. Um, and uh, it's going to be a, a fun night if you're into that stuff. Uh, I don't think I would care to watch a MAC team play, but hey, you might like to watch Northern Illinois versus, versus uh, Ohio, you know. So anyway, Wednesday night, Mac Madness. Friday, uh, Friday can't count out Friday because Friday has some good games as well. Uh, Thursday, not too much. You can skip Thursday. But Friday, you have number 11, Miami at NC State. I know NC State is not ranked, but, hey, they're they're better than what they're, they're – I mean, they are a decent team this year. So go look at them, 630 on ESPN. And then you have number nine, BYU, going to number 21, Boise State, a battle of unbeaten power fives going against each other. 845 at Fox Sports 1. So kind of a late Friday night game, but, hey – uh, number nine versus number 21 on the blue turf should be a fun game to watch. And then you move on to Saturday. You have number 23, Michigan. Uh, I think as long as John Harborough's there – or no, it's not, not John. John's at Baltimore. Uh, Jim Harborough, as long as he's there, you're probably going to guarantee a letdown every year in Michigan. And they let you down this past Saturday against Michigan State. They're probably going to let you down again against number 13, Indiana. That would take place 11 a.m. on Fox Sports 1. You have a pretty good 11 a.m. Usually 11 a.m. is kind of the boar fest. Uh, this past weekend you had Clemson beat, beat – and BC at your 11 a.m. hour, which was a good game to watch. Um, this Saturday, you should have number 23, Michigan, number 13, IU, uh, Indiana. Uh, you also have Arizona State versus uh, number 20, USC, the first of many Pac-12 uh, games to come back this Saturday. That's going to be 11 a.m. on Fox. You have West Virginia at number 22, Texas. Look, beginning of the year, I would have told you this game meant nothing. I think West Virginia is better than they are. They're not ranked right now, but they are a good team. Uh, they showed they're a good team. And Texas, yes, they did just beat number six, Oklahoma State Cowboys, but it is Texas. Let's just let's just remind ourselves that. Uh, but that will be 11 a.m. on Fox. And then number 25, Liberty at Virginia Tech. Yes, it's on the ACC network. And, yes, most people don't have the ACC network. And, yes, it is Liberty. But, hey, Liberty is looking pretty good. They're ready to beat two ACC schools. Uh, of course, they, they're not at the caliber of Virginia Tech is right now. Uh, but, hey, that could be a fun game. Is Liberty legit? I think it's just another statement for them that could come out. And I know Hugh Freeze is our coach, and maybe that's how they've gotten uh, so far back. But hopefully they don't have any escorts helping them out. So, uh, and then at 2.30 p.m. on CBS, you have the game of the week for CBS. Number eight, Florida, at number five, Georgia. You have the world's largest cocktail going on in Jacksonville, Florida. And, hey, uh, that could be a fun game. Like uh, Robert said, UGA's offense is struggling. So, can they uh, can can uh, Florida make up their loss to Texas A&M here against Georgia? We'll see. Uh, and then you move on. I'm telling you, it's a lot, it's a, it's a good it's a good good Saturday. You have Purdue at number ten Wisconsin, and yes, it is Purdue, but Purdue is two and zero right now. Uh, Purdue against number ten Wisconsin, so it'll be the first game that we get to see uh, this year at Camp Randall. I'm excited about two thirty ABC. I always love it when they do the jump around song. Uh, it's one of my favorite traditions in college football. Uh, number fourteen Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Yes. No one cares about this game, but Kansas State, although they've been ranked this year, can pull the upset plug a lot, and especially in Manhattan. So be careful on that game, 3 p.m. on Fox. You have the Clemson University, number one, at number four, Notre Dame, 6.30 p.m. NBC. Hey, 
if I'm NBC, I'm happy because they have the rights to Notre Dame games, and this is a huge matchup. This should be a huge ratings game for them. It uh, should be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, is Ian Book, can he can he win on the big stage? He hasn't been able to in the college football playoff like last year, but can he do it this year against Clemson down Trevor Lawrence? Could happen. And then I have two more games, uh, Stanford at number 12, Oregon on the ABC primetime. Usually ABC primetime is a little disappointing, but I think this could be a fun game, a good game to watch, and you should watch it. And then the last one I have is a late game on Saturday night, Washington at Cal. Neither team is ranked, but, hey, Washington, do they do well with now their former uh, defense coordinator as their head coach? And in Cal, they got Chase Gerber's back. He was a, a good statistical quarterback last year, but, again, plays in the Pac-12, so it doesn't really get recognized. And he got injured throughout the year. Who would have known what they would have looked like without his injury? So, could be a fun game to watch, 9.30 on ESPN. And uh, the cheapest tickets you can get this week, and I guess Southern Miss just wants cheap tickets, and they suck this year, but you had North Alabama at Southern Miss, $10. Go get it for a happy meal at McDonald's, or a value meal at McDonald's. You can go see a football game. So, uh, and the most expensive ticket this week, which I don't quite get because they're not ranked, neither team, uh, is Tennessee at Arkansas the lowest, tick go, lowest ticket going from $597. So, going to be a good weekend of college football, Robert, and I'm excited to see if I can catch a few games. This Saturday wasn't so much, but hopefully this Saturday I can watch a few games. Should be able to, man. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great weekend of college football. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. It really should. Uh, you know, that, that high-priced ticket, I think it's because Arkansas knows that Tennessee fans will travel, and so they're trying to gouge them. You know, that's probably what it is. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but either way, uh, Fayetteville, if it wasn't too, too far away, I might even try to make that trip as well, but you know, I'm not going to, uh, not, not for this Tennessee team at least. Uh, but it is, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, great games up ahead and, uh, yeah, the Pac-12, they're back, right? So got to be excited about that. Um, Pac-12 being back, I, I don't know if any of them will actually make, will be able to make a, will qualify really to make a, uh, to make a college football playoff, but we'll see. Uh, maybe they will. So either way, Brad, that is your college football talk of the week. Let's go into the NFL, shall we? Uh, fun week of NFL games, Brad. Week eight did not, uh, they did not disappoint. Didn't disappoint at all. Um, really, really enjoyable games. Um, had definitely had a couple of upsets, that's for sure. Uh, had one that had me upset. Uh, had me very frustrated, and I, I turned the TV off, and I did not watch any more football yesterday. Uh, I did catch highlights, but I just – I couldn't watch any more. I was – I was P.O.'d. That's for dang sure. Anyways, um, the Falcons, listen, they're, they're now two and six. Um, you know, there's a seventh playoff spot. There is a seventh playoff spot, Brad. Um, could they – could they possibly take that? I mean, listen, they're two and six, but they should be four and four, six and five, or five and three, really. Um, I doubt it, but hey, you know, uh, the let's talk about the Falcons a little bit, or let's mention the Falcons and how good they've, and how, you know, and maybe, maybe being able to do something. Uh, I doubt it, though. Anyways, all right. The Vikings, they pull off a huge upset over the Packers after a huge day by Gowling Cook. I mean, four touchdowns. Uh, out to shout out to Mr. Cook, my fantasy teams appreciate you. Uh, I did have him, I do have him in a couple of leagues. I played him obviously. Uh, I didn't have to face him in any leagues, so thank you, thank you very much, Mr. Cook. Once again, uh, speaking of upsets, uh, we have to talk about Joe Burrow and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. 
Um, beating up on the Titans defense. Um, I don't even want to talk about that. I mean, like. You want me to cover it or no? Well, no, the thing is, is I get it. It was a trap game and they fell for the trap. I get it. Um, the Titans defense is horrible. Uh, now, granted, the Titans just recently, uh, they just traded for a sixth round pick for Desmond King. Um, so maybe, <clears throat> maybe their defense can get better if they can also get a Dory Jackson back. Surely hope so. I thought that they had a chance at a Super Bowl this year, but uh, losing to the Bengals, um, you know, hurts my hope for them. That's for sure. Uh, either way, another team, uh, some teams that actually look good, like they should look good. Uh, the Chiefs, I mean, they got it done through the air, mostly against the Jets. I, I pegged the Chiefs backfield, Le'Veon Bell and CEH, to be a, to be a great, you know, I thought I thought that would be a golden start of the week because you could play them both. But, man, I mean, the Chiefs just, I guess they just wanted uh, Patrick Mahomes to have practice or something on, on the Jets. Um, yeah. So, and that's what he did. That's for sure. He, uh, he threw five touchdown passes and the jets all year long, their quarterbacks have four, Brad. Uh, that's just, and probably, probably all four of those came against the, uh, came against the, uh, Broncos in that game, but either way, um, all right. It's, it is hilarious, but I feel bad for the 0 16 jets. Shout out to Avery Williamson though. He went from, a a winless team to a uh, to a team that's undefeated. I, I mean, hey, you know, go to bed a Jet, wake up a Steeler. Uh, it's not too bad. Um, anyways, shout out to the hometown guy, though, that's for sure. Phillip Rivers, he looked like an early 2010s Phillip Rivers uh, and his win over the Lions. Um, I don't know if they can keep it up. It was against the Lions nonetheless, but, hey, the Lions might have a better secondary than the Titans, and so that kind of worries me. Um, all right, Tua, listen, he had a good first win against the Rams. I mean, it wasn't all him. The defense really showed out. And the Dolphins' defense is – they're underrated, Brad. Um, I, I think people – put some respect on them, that's for sure. Uh, this current Bills team, they were finally, finally able to beat the Patriots. I think they were, what, like 0-6 against them, Sean McVay and them? Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, they were finally, finally able to beat the Patriots. Uh, and, you know, I think it's safe to say that the AFC East is really between the Bills and the Dolphins, Brown. The Raiders and Browns game, it didn't deliver due to weather, but, hey, the Raiders won. The Chargers versus Broncos did deliver, though, Brad. I mean, Drew Locke and the Broncos with a walk-off touchdown. I almost said home run there. I guess it was kind of a home run. But, anyways, a walk-off touchdown. What a game, Brad. That was an awesome game. Uh, the Bears made the made the game – uh, made the game with the Saints better than I thought it would be, personally. But the Saints did get the win in overtime. Um, yes, that's right. The Bears, the Bears was uh, was able to was able to uh, you know score enough points to take the Saints to overtime. A um, little surprising there, but anyways. Um, also about that Chargers game, Chargers and Broncos game. Uh, it is the third game where the Chargers have had a 16 point lead and lost this season, Brad. That is. That is, uh, you know, that's they're like the Falcons of the AFC. And, uh, I mean, for real. Uh, the Seahawks, they established themselves against the against the 49ers. Um, Russell Wilson and that, and that receiving core is just, I mean, they're amazing. I mean, they, they really are. The Eagles, they beat the Cowboys, but, I mean, it wasn't a great win by the Eagles. 
Uh, you had a really good take about that game, and and, and please in a moment, please share that take as well. But um, and then the Bucks, they took care of business against the Giants. I mean, nah, who who you know anybody think differently? All right, and then uh, but Brad, let's talk about the game of the week, which was your Steelers versus uh, versus the Ravens, and then also again, give us your take on the Eagles win about you know Carson Wentz and whatnot. But uh, yeah, talk about the Ravens and Steelers and the uh, win last and the game uh, on not last night. I'm sorry, Sunday night. Yeah. So as far as the Ravens Steelers go, look, I so I got a text from my old boss. Shout out to Van Greenwood. I don't think he listens to us, but if he did, he does. So whatever. Um, and he said, "Yeah, baby." That's what he sent me after uh, Spillman got the uh, the pick six to start the game off. Which okay, so the the Steelers traded for a Jets inside linebacker. Uh, they replaced Evan Bush, but I think Robert Spillman's been doing really good for the Steelers. So I'm really surprised that uh, they did that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, then I, I responded to him uh, halfway through the second quarter with a tumbleweed. And so this is the Steelers offense right now uh, because they were non-existent in the first half. And in fact, Deontay Johnson got me like 0.16 points for his one reception at the end of the game. Uh, but I will say, hey, I don't know what happened in the second half. I don't know what happened at halftime. Uh, I don't know if Ben actually stepped up and was the leader and spoke some, put some fire underneath their butts, but they came out uh, guns a blazing, intercepted uh, Lamar Jackson to start off the, the third quarter, uh, scored twice, James Conner, and then, um, oh, I'm struggling to figure out who it was. Anyway, though, they scored two touchdowns. Um, you know, they come back, they're up 21-17, and then uh, they're actually able to win 28-24. I did understand the play calling there uh, with under the last two uh, last minute and a half, two minutes where we had to punt the ball back to the Ravens. Uh, but hey, it is what it is, and a win's a win. So I'll take it. Um, I think there's obviously things we need to work on, like being a complete team. But hey, so do the Titans do too. So, uh, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, so yep, Steelers game was a great game. Uh, I actually turned that game off at halftime for a little bit too. I was really disappointed with the Steelers offense, but. Um, and as far as last night's game game goes, I fell asleep in it. I actually told Evie, she was like, oh, we're watching some football. Uh, Evie's my youngest, my, my oldest daughter. And uh, and she was like, oh, yes, yeah, football, football. And I was like, well, it's probably going to be a really boring game. We'll turn it off after the first quarter. Um, but she fell asleep in the first quarter, actually in the first couple minutes. Um, and I fell asleep in the third quarter. Uh, but and I understood that the Eagles finally won 23-6. to uh, But let's just say, look, Carson Wentz, He's a great man. Like, he's a Christian. He cares for his community. He loves God. He loves people. Great man. But as a player, um, you know, we could see the Steelers, uh, you know, opting to go for a replacement next year. And you might think, well, Carson Wentz, his second year, was he was an MVP until he uh, for his ACL. Yes, he was. But since he's come back from his ACL, he has not been a good quarterback. Let's just be honest here. He has not been a good quarterback. In fact, he had four turnovers last night. Uh, he leads the league in interceptions thrown this season. Look, he this is a lead that, that includes Sam Darnold, okay? Includes Sam Darnold, and he still leads the league in interceptions thrown this year. So let's just take that into consideration. And I know he has a he has a makeshift, you know, patched up offensive line, but man, I mean, he just makes some really stupid plays. Uh, I remember that one last night where he's getting sacked and he's still trying to throw the ball away. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Throw the ball away before the guy gets to you, or just tuck it and take the sack. But, but to get the fumble, I mean, that was an easy fumble recovery. Uh, for And I can't remember who the Eagle was. Who I don't know if that was uh, Graham or not. I couldn't remember. But but regardless, um, well, no, because the Graham's were, was is an Eagle's defensive end. So I can, yeah, anyway, my, my point is 
is that Carson Wentz, uh, a lot of people thought he was going to go to Cleveland and die. And I think Eagles is where he's going to die, and theoretically, obviously. But, um, look, I mean, you're giving this guy, what, two, three years now since his ACL tear, and and you guys, yeah, sure, you got, you got into the playoffs last year with, like, a, a nine and seven record, but barely got in. Um, and I know you can say, like, last year my dad would say, oh, well, he wasn't thrown to anybody. You know, he, his leading receiver is Miles Sanders. I, I get that. But this year he has good receivers. He has good receivers. And they're still not winning games. So, yes, I did win last night. But I think everybody's going to beat the Cowboys by, uh, for the rest of the season. Let's just be honest there. You went to any dawn in. But, uh, but anyway, I, I think I, te- I think I texted you last night. Uh, I think that was you, Rob. I was saying that I think, you know, the Eagles probably need to – and I know they got Jalen Hurts this year. Look, if they were if they really trusted Jalen Hurts, you would see them coming in more than just one or two get, two plays a game to run the Wildcat. So, um, you know, did they waste a second-round pick? I mean, that's that's Tom will tell. But I definitely think that uh, the Eagles will be looking for a replacement next year in the draft for Carson Wentz. For sure, for sure. I, I, I agree with you there. Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll be I, – I don't – I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying he'll start right away, but they're definitely going to be looking. I mean, well, I, I think maybe they'll be, they might be looking at giving Jalen Hurts more of an opportunity. I, I don't know if they would. I, I think that they're fine with getting, um, I think they're fine with getting, you know, I, I don't know if they would draft someone else, but hey, I mean, you know, um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the Eagles look like they're probably going to win the NFC East, but honestly, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be with a winning record. If it is, maybe like a, maybe they maybe win eight games i mean they're only five games away from that uh so i mean maybe they win eight games i don't know though um it, it's just the nfc east in, in total is just bad it, it's just bad all right brad uh do you have the uh the sorry the nfl week eight in college football goes i do actually i actually did them last night i was proud of myself um and so my mvp for the nfl um look you can't deny this. He was mentioned earlier by Robert in fantasy, Dalvin Cook. 30 carries, 163 yards, 5.4 yards per carry, three touchdowns, 63 in the air with another touchdown to add to that. So the man scored all four of the Minnesota Vikings touchdowns to beat the Green Bay Packers. Now, I will say the Packers have exposed that they have a terrible run defense, but the man still did work and got all, all the touchdowns for this for the Vikings. Uh, team, uh, I know you're going to hate me for this, but I'm going to put the Cincinnati Bengals here. But they're one and five, uh, one, one five and one going in, and uh, a game. Yes, it was a trap game, but a game that the Titans should have won, and they didn't. So, uh, and it wasn't even a close game; it was an 11 point difference. So, the Cincinnati Bengals is my team of the week. Uh, and then rookie would be Zach Moss. Uh, really, I had trouble finding a, a rookie that we haven't used before. Uh, but has still had a good game. And really, I mean, Zach Moss had 81 yards, two touchdowns, and helped the Bills beat the Patriots for the first time in six or seven games. So uh, I have him as a rookie of the Goldie Rookie of the Week. Uh, for college, my MVP is Matt Corral, the quarterback for Ole Miss. Uh, they, yes, they played Vandy, and they, they won 54-21, but the man only had three incompletions. So he was 31 of 34, 412 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. And his rating was like 250.2. That's impressive. I don't care who you're playing in, in, in college football. That's that's impressive. So he's the MVP of the week. The game would go to number one, Clemson, 34, Boston College, 28. Uh, Boston College, like you were saying, Robert, earlier, they were in much control of the first half. 
and uh, Clemson came back. It was a weird ending of a game, a safety uh, to kind of cement their cement their win. And then, um, so yeah, so an interesting game, fun game to watch for 11 a.m. And my upset of the week would go to Texas, Texas 41, number six, Oklahoma State 34 in overtime. I got to watch the overtime of that game. Um, and I will say that I didn't quite understand the play calling, the offensive play calling for Oklahoma State in the overtime. I just, I just didn't get it. But hey, I'm not a, I'm not a Pokes fan. Um, and sorry, Van, if you're listening, uh, which you probably not, but if he is, he's listening. And uh, well, there's a reason why Oklahoma State is just not considered a national contender every year. So anyway, that's the upset of the week. And those are the Goldies. Very nice, Brad. I agree. I like those. I like those a lot. All right, Brad, let's go to break. And when we come back, we'll give everyone our fantasy football starts and sits for week nine. All right, and we're back, folks. All right, so week nine of the NFL is upon us. And, uh, hey, you know, listen, we this season, we're halfway through it, Brad, as far as the regular season goes. And uh, the NFL season – Brad, it always goes by way too fast. It really does. It always goes by way too fast. I feel like it's uh, – I really feel like the NFL season is the fastest of all of them. And it's not just because of – obviously, they have less weeks than, you know, other, um, other you know, like hockey or, and or MLB or NBA. But, I mean, hey, you know, I, I think that they're just – I think that they're – it just seems like it goes by faster. All right, either way, Brad, let's go with our fantasy football starts and sits. And first up, for quarterback, I'm going to start Drew Locke against the Falcons. Um, I think he should be able to do well. He had a pretty good game against the Chargers, and I don't. I think the Chargers have a better defense than the Falcons. I'm going to sit Drew Brees. He is. Uh, he's playing the Bucks. I. I just. You know, I know he didn't do too bad in first, in week one, but man, the Bucks defense looks a lot better than it did week one. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to play. I'm going to. I'm going to not start. I'm going to not play Drew Brees this week. Yeah. Brad, what about you at quarterback? Yeah, for me, I'm going to start Deshaun Watson. He played Jacksonville. Like, Jacksonville's defense is in shambles, okay? Everybody expected that at the beginning of the season, and they had a good first couple of weeks. Uh, they're not good to start Deshaun Watson. Uh, number two, or my – sorry, I, I, I labeled them one and two. My sit of the week is uh, Drew Brees. That's why I kind of laughed when you, you mentioned him. Uh, look, the, like you were saying, the Bucs uh, defense looks good right now, and I would not trust Drew Brees with the football. Right, I agree. Yeah, that's uh... – yeah, Drew Brees is an easy sit this week. If you if you play fantasy football, you better be only starting Drew Brees because that's your only option. Or or unless of course you got like Sam Darnold or or which who should not be on your team at all. Okay, <laughs> no, don't play Sam Darnold. Don't don't no, don't do that crap. Uh, don't even don't even don't even like have him on your team. What 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 are you doing? What are you like a thirty two team league? Because that's the only chance that I would have. no actually you know what I'd probably still be playing Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Um, he might still get more points for you. Uh, anyways, or Taysom Hill at least. My goodness. Um, all right, for running back, I would start James Robinson against the Texans. I think he should do well. He's what like the number three, number four running back on the season right now in fantasy football. Uh, if you picked him up in in free agency right after the draft or even after week one, two, um, yeah, great pickup. I mean, he may win you your league, uh, because you have him, and so. Well, we're definitely getting down to the nitty gritty as far as fantasy playoffs. Uh, you can't afford to lose. Uh, you can't afford to lose too many games right now. That's for sure. So I would sit any Ravens or Colts running back, Brad. Uh, for one thing, they both have good defenses, but also 
I mean, who? I mean, we don't even know who the bell cow is in, in any of them. Uh, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor got taken out early. You know, when the Coast Lines game, and you know, then they turned the ball to Neon Neheim Hines and, and whatever her other name is, and and like, I don't know. Same thing with the Ravens. I mean, maybe J.K. Dobbins should be the main guy, but. I just I, – I don't feel comfortable starting any of those guys. I am probably am going to start Jonathan Taylor um, in one of my leagues because I don't have a – I mean, I have the most faith in him, I guess. I don't really have a lot of hope in any other in anybody else. I, I really just don't. I would like to not start any of them, but it is what it is. All yeah. right. Uh, go ahead with yours. Sorry. Well, I, no, it's okay. I'll just kind of repeat what you said. Uh, we have, By the way, I, said, I think I said this a few times. We don't go over what we have, like, no-wise before we start the show. But my start of the week was James Robinson of the Texans because, yes, he's really good. And I picked him up in several of my leagues, and I've been very happy with him. Uh, yeah. I know he didn't do too well the last time out against Houston. Uh, but, hey, uh, they're not going to have Gardner Minshew, and they're going to have to run the ball. So, I think you're going to get a good game from James Robinson. Uh, and then, also, I have sitting Jonathan Taylor of the Colts against the Ravens. Uh, not much to who's carrying the ball as much as – uh, the Ravens defense is good against running backs, and uh, he's been kind of tweaked with some injuries, and so we're not sure if you're going to get a full 100% Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but I agree with you. You know, Gus, Gus Edwards, I thought, did well against the Steelers, but then J.K. Dobbins also did well with 113 yards. You know, he led all rushers, but Gus Edwards got the touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't trust the Ravens' backfield if I were you as well. Right. I mean, I think you maybe could look more into the Ravens than the Colts, but I don't know. I mean, the Colts have a great defensive front too, and they're good against the run. So I just, you know, I don't, I mean, it's at your own risk, start them at your own risk. And if you have to start them, um, don't start them if you don't have to, but either way, um, wide receiver, Brad, I would start Mike Williams of the, of the chargers. They're taking on the Raiders this week. Mike Williams looks like he's a, he's a, you know, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both look to be getting a lot of work in from Justin Herbert. And uh, most people are going to start Keenan Allen, but I think maybe in deeper leagues, you could look at Mike Williams as well. And I would sit A.J. Brown. He's going up against the Bears. Um, you know, he saved his day by uh, – he saved his day by, by getting that touchdown late in the game uh, against the Bengals. And, you know, Corey Davis had a really good game. He had over 100 yards. I mean – um, it's making it hard for the Titans to, uh, to, to not sign him back next year, but I just don't know if they're going to have the money, but either way, uh, it is what it is, Brad. Uh, yeah, I would sit AJ Brown. I would start Mike Williams. Gotcha. I almost said sit AJ Brown. I changed my mind though, which is kind of good because I want to be different. Uh, but I would, I at first originally said start any Steelers wide receiver against the Dallas Cowboys, but I thought, Hey, I would start Stefan Diggs versus the Seattle Seahawks. They've given up the most points. So receivers, and I mean, I knew that by looking at the fantasy. I knew that before I even looked at it, just from watching the Seahawks games. But if you have a receiver playing the Seahawks defense, start him. And so Stephon Diggs for Seattle. And I would sit uh, Robbie Anderson. Uh, look, uh, I know he didn't have a great showing against Atlanta, but Casey's defense, I think the Chiefs have kind of turned around their, their secondary compared to earlier in the season. And uh, I just, I don't know if I would trust Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore against Kansas City Chiefs secondary. You know, the Chiefs defense, they do, you know, you look at their defense and you're like, oh, man, they don't, you know, you wouldn't think they'd be as good as they are. But honestly, I mean, hey, when you when you don't have to play as much and, and you're rested, I mean, I think that that makes a big difference. Um, maybe if maybe my Titans should adopt that philosophy. Uh, either way, um, 
for tight end, I would start Hunter Hurst. Uh, you know, Falcons are taking on the Broncos. Uh, Hunter Hurst, I think he's got what five catches every every game. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Well, I said Hayden. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Why is Hunter? Oh my goodness. Hunter Henry. Anyways, Hayden Hurst. Hay- yeah. yeah, there you go. Hayden Hurst. Uh, I would start him against against the Falcons or against the against the Broncos here. Uh, and then I would sit Johnny Smith, Brad. Uh, again, I, this Bears defense. I mean, they're they're stingy. Um, and uh, and I think that I think it's going to be a grueling battle, and I don't expect the Titans to be able to score um, a whole whole lot. Now I do think the Titans will be able to score, but uh, I just I don't know. I don't know if they're if AJ Brown and Johnu Smith are in the game plan, are going to be in the are going to be in the game enough to start them over other people. Yeah, I almost had Janu, uh, John New Smith as my sit, but um, a start of the week would be Noah Fan of. Uh, of Denver, you know, Atlanta gives up the most points to tight ends during the season. Um, and Noah Fant's been doing pretty good lately. Not super solid like Travis Kelsey, but, hey, he's doing pretty good with Drew Locke at the quarterback uh, position. And then my sit of the week would be Mark Andrew. Look, he is a good tight end, but Indy's been super stingy with tight ends. They've actually given up the least amount of points for tight ends. And Mark Andrews had a rough day against Steelers, um, and I think he's going to have a rough day again against Indianapolis. I would sit him if I were you. I like it. I like it. All right, Brad. Defense, I would start the Patriots. Yes, they are playing the Jets, okay? I know that this is easy out, but listen, I, I looked over and over these these like, these like games, and I just don't know if there's a defense. I feel more comfortable in starting than the Patriots. But here's the thing. The Patriots' defense is not what it once was, okay? It's not what it once was. But they are playing the Jets, so, yeah, give them a shot. Uh, if the Jets were going to win a game, though, Brad – surprisingly it might this might be one of their best shots uh before the end of the year i i know that it's crazy to say against the against the patriots but uh i mean the jets don't have i mean i i mean i see the jets going 0 16 but if they had a chance to beat anybody i think the patriots give them a good shot of doing that um and then i would sit the bills defense they're facing the seahawks do i need to say any more mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, I, I thought about – I knew you would pick New England, so I was trying to find someone else. Look, <laughs> Dallas is – I mean, especially with Danuki, I know they might have uh, Andy Dunn back. Danuki. 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 But then, oh, my God. He plays like Danuki. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I digress. Um, I was starting Pittsburgh's defense against Dallas. Look, um, even Zeke Elliott's having a rough year. Uh, and they've been injured all on the offensive line, start Pittsburgh's defense. And then I would actually sit, if you have them, Carolina Panthers. Uh, look, they're playing against Kansas City. Like you were saying in Seattle, do I need to say more? Exactly. Oh, man. Ooh, all right. All right. Well, all right. Let me, let me regain my composure. That was Maybe that was funnier to me than what it, should, what it actually was. But anyways, um, uh, <laughs> golden start of the week, I would start uh, – I would, I would start wide receiver Allen Robinson. Uh, yes, the Titans did just trade for Desmond King. Uh, he should be better than Jonathan Joseph. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Dory Jackson's back. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean the Titans love to give up some uh, give up numbers to especially number one wide receivers. So uh, I think you can start Allen Robinson against them. And I, I, some people have veered away have veered away from starting him because of Nick Foles, and that just bears offense altogether. But I think this is the week uh, that you can start him. Yeah, I actually put Tom Brady. He was my pick two weeks ago. But, look, 
New Orleans is giving up the third most to quarterbacks. And, well, Tom Brady's been on a tear lately. So, and they just had a bye week, so the old man got some rest. So, I would say start Tom Brady. All right, I like it, bro. I like it. Hey, he is an old man. I get it. Hey, but he's tearing it up right now. He is tearing it up. All right, Brad, let's – He's getting ready for the Handicap Football League. Uh, Hey, but he's playing in Big Boy League at the moment, you know. Anyways, week nine power rankings, Brad. Let's give them out. For me, number one, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they stay undefeated. They're the only undefeated team. Uh, They play the Bengals this next week, I believe. Um, But, hey – uh, or not, they don't play the Bengals. I'm they sorry, they play, they play, yeah, okay, they play the Cowboys and then they play the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals could be a trap game though, Brad. Don't fall for that crap, anyways. Uh, <laughs> the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs are my number two team. Three team is the Seattle Seahawks, number four is the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are steadily moving up this list. Uh, they could be, they could be even higher next week. Um, but hey, it just depends. Number five, the Green Bay Packers. Bad loss to the Vikings, but, um, you, you know, I kind of wanted to put the Ravens ahead of them. I just – I don't know. I, I guess – you know what? I'm going to do that, Brad. I'm going to put the Ravens at number five, the Packers at number six uh, in this. Uh, and then I'm going to put the Saints at number seven. Um, just – I mean, I, I, I think the Saints and Packers are kind of – they just seem like the same type of team, Brad. They really do. I mean, they, they really do. Uh, number eight, I'm going to put the Arizona Cardinals. Again, they had a bye week, but, I mean, they move up due to losses by other teams. And, uh, and you know, they, they still beat the Seahawks. Great win by them. Number nine, I have the Tennessee Titans. You can't lose to the Cincinnati Bengals. You can't lose to it. You just can't. If you, if you think you have a chance at going to the Super Bowl, you can't lose to a team that – no, you just – you can't do that. You, you just can't. I'm, I'm upset with them right now. Uh, I'll watch them again this week because, you know, I'm I, I'm just a – I don't know. I, I can't be deterred, apparently. Number 10, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Um, the Colts look like the best team in the AFC South at the moment. Uh, they look like one of the – they look like – honestly, they look better than the Titans. They really look like the number four team, maybe even number – they play the Ravens this week. The Colts win that, and, I mean, you never know. I mean, they could – the Colts win that, they might move up to the top five. I mean, I doubt it. I don't know if they will, but, I mean, they might. Um, So, number 10 is the Colts. Number 11, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, sure, you beat the Patriots, but you let them hang around way too long. Number 12, the Dolphins. Great win against the Rams. Tua done great. Um, Again, you know, there's not much else I can say about that. Tua done good. Well, didn't do great. He done good. Yeah. And then, then, I mean, but the Dolphins' defense – Looks really good. Uh, and then number 13 is the Rams. Um, you know, all their wins are against the AFC East, and uh, they have one more, right? Uh, or NFC East, I'm sorry, NFC East and somebody else. Um, and, yeah, it's – I don't know. I don't know how to feel about the Rams, but I'll keep them in my top 15 due to their record. Number 14, the Raiders. Uh, I mean, it was a good win against the Browns. Um, I just thought it was going to be more exciting. Uh, but, hey, you know – that, that win there, that could help them as far as playoff positioning goes. Number 15, I got the Chicago Bears. They lost, but they'll stay in my top 15. Good game against the Saints. Um, I mean, took them to overtime. Could have won that game, but uh, they didn't. Brad, what is your week nine power rankings? Yeah, so I put the Steelers at number one. Um, again, it's not by them. They're the only undefeated team left in the, the league. So, hey, they got to be number one. 
Uh, I do put at the Chiefs at number two. Although I think the Chiefs, I mean they they face each other. I don't know who I would pick in that game, but I have Chiefs number two. Um, I have the Bucks at number three. Move them up four spots. So I know that they could be better than the Seahawks, but I like Bucks the Bucks defense better than the Seattle Seahawks defense, and therefore the Seattle Seahawks uh, are number four, which they moved up two spots from last year last week's rankings. I put the Ravens at number five. That they stay where they're at. I know they just lost the Steelers. It was a close game. They were in control in the first half. They had a chance to win it twice. I know a win's a win, a loss is a loss. But hey, I just can't drop them too far, too much further than number five. Uh, I was really glad you changed the Ravens and the Packers. I thought it was a little nuts, but hey, that's your that's your top fifteen. Uh, number six for me is the Saints. I moved them up three spots. I know they beat the Bears in overtime, but hey, the Bears aren't a terrible team. They're not the best team, but they're not terrible. Uh, Cardinals I have a number seven. They go up three spots. They didn't play this week, but hey, uh, I do like how they look right now. And they come, they're still coming off that Seahawks win. Uh, number eight, I had the Colts. They go up six spots where you're like, yeah, but they showed with the Bengals last week. Yeah, they came back and beat the Bengals. And then they took care of Detroit, which at the point, Detroit was a hot team. They won. They were winners of three straight. Uh, and a lot of people were expecting Detroit to win that game. And they the defense showed up and they won it 41 to 20. So kind of a blowout game. The Packers, to me, dropped to number nine, three spots, and this is why. Because, like I said, when they played the Bucs, the Bucs would run the ball and expose their defense, and their defense still sucked because Dalvin Cook run, ran over all over them last week. It's hard for me to trust a team when people know their weakness and can exploit it and can beat them. So, Packers number nine. Number 10, the Titans. Now, when you said that the Colts could be the best team in the AFC South, I was like, well, why do you have them behind the Titans? Look, I'm putting them where it is. I think the Colts could be the best team in the AFC South, so therefore they're ahead of the Titans. But the Titans for me are number 10. They dropped seven spots. Look, okay, losing three points to the Bengals, okay. Losing 11 points and really not being in the game the entire game, that's why I dropped them as far as I did. So Titans are number 10. I haven't really trusted them all year. Um, I put them at number two just to kind of – they're undefeated. That's why they're number two. But uh, granted, you know, it is what it is. Uh, number 11, I do have the Bills. They can move up three spots. Yes, they barely held off New England. But like I said, they were able to come back and win. That's a place they haven't been able to win in six or seven games. So give them some respect there. Uh, the Dolphins, I dropped their defense like the second week of the season. And now I've gone back and try to pick most of their uh, – and most of my leads try to pick them back up. Uh, their defense is good. Uh, they look legit. To a uh, – who's kind of limited, you know, I think he was – uh, was 11 for 13 or some of that, 97 yards, one touchdown. Uh, kind of limited, but, hey, when your defense is doing that good, why not? So uh, 13 for me is the Raiders. They were not ranked for me last week, but I moved them back in at number 13. Uh, 14, the Rams, look, when you lose to San Francisco, and then they lost this week, did they not? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, they lost this week. Look, I'm sorry, but you got – oh, they did. Yeah, 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 against the Dolphins. <laughs> Goff looked at atrocious. Um, and uh, until that's fixed, either by a new quarterback or turning out your offensive line or something, uh, you're going to get dropped. And then the Bears come in at number 15. They drop four spots. They lose again. They only, but I keep them in the top 15 because they only lost in overtime to the Saints, like Robert has mentioned already. Um, so that is my top 15 power rankings. I think, you know, I think between the Colts and, and the Titans, for me, it's just, you know, the Titans are, they are 2-0 in the division. Colts are 0-1 in the division. Um, so, I mean, in the AFC, out, AFC South, the Titans still have the lead. Uh, they have the tiebreaker. So, I think that, that, that to me, that makes a difference. Um, and then also, you know, I, I like to kind of with the Packers, I just didn't know how far I could truly drop them. Maybe I should have dropped them more. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. Um, maybe, hey, 
it is the divisional game as well. You know, I would just right. be surprised if you had them over the Ravens who are a one loss team. Or no, they're two loss. So, but they've lost the two best, our, our top two teams in our top 15. So, right. Um, all right. So, week nine preview, Brad. Uh, pick three games uh, that we're, we're going to pick three games that we're most interested in watching. For me, the first one is, uh, is the Titans versus Bears. I think that both of these teams, um, I think that they're both pretenders, personally. Um, I, I mean, I think the Bears definitely are. I think the Titans, if their defense could just get better, I mean, if their defense could get better, that offense is good enough to take them where they want to go, in my opinion. It's just the defense is, I mean, they can't get the ball back to the offense. So, um, yeah, I, I think both these teams could be pretenders, and if the Bears were to beat the Titans – I mean, I think the Titans are even more of a pretender now. Um, I still think the Bears are pretenders whether they win or not, personally. But either way, um, uh, what's your first game, Brad? Yeah, so that game's intriguing because I think both teams are reeling and it's kind of curious to see who's going to pick it up and move forward to the backwards. I agree. Uh, my, my first game of the week would be Seahawks versus the Bills, but the Seahawks are very, very good on the East Coast. Um, this could be a fun, exciting game. Both defenses are sus- suspect, especially Seattle's. Um, and they show that they can – if they focus on one part of the game, they're good because they were able to shut down uh, this weekend and be able to focus on the run. Uh, but, hey, I think this will be a fun, exciting game. I think this will be high scoring, like 38-35 high scoring. I think it should be a fun game as well. Um and then I also had Dolphins versus Cardinals, Brad. I think this will be a fun game. Uh, Tua versus Kyler um, should be fun. Uh, and then also, you know, listen, I mean, you know, the Dolphins, um, the Rams, I think the Cardinals have a better offense than the Rams do. So, uh, let you know, maybe it's going to be a big test for the Dolphins here. And But, again, I mean, I think that I think this will be a good game, and I think this could be a good game for both teams. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it might be the game of the week, honestly. Um, at the, as all said and done. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree. If you're looking back, this definitely could be the game of the week. Uh, for me, one of the games I'm looking forward to as well is the Saints versus the Bucks. Now, week one, I thought their matchup was really good. Uh, you know, um, yes, Tom Brady has some issues, but the first half was definitely an exciting uh, first half. So I had them down for their second matchup. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to kind of handle this pretty well. Um, and this will be the second time Drew Brees has had to play outside uh, all season, and it's back-to-back weeks. So uh, I have the Saints versus Bucks as my second game. All right, Brad, my last game is the Ravens versus Colts. Um, this is, uh, as far as our power rankings go, this is a top-ten matchup. Um, and both of these teams, I mean, you know, I, I the Ravens, they're now they're pretty stuck at that number two spot in the in the AFC North. But the but the Colts. I mean, if they win this game and the Titans lose, they could. That'll take over number one in the uh, AFC South. But either way, at the moment, both are number two in their divisions, but they are uh, they're number one in a lot of the hearts of uh, Colts and Ravens fans. Uh, this should be a good game. Yeah, my my last game that would be a good game. I, and I think we our first four have been pretty pretty good games to watch. Um, and I would say uh, my last game would be the Broncos versus the Falcons. Um, again, uh, the only reason why I picked this game, you might think, well, you know, they have losing records, yada, yada, yada. But the Broncos have been looking really good lately. The Falcons have been looking really good since they let go of Dan Quinn. Uh, I think this could be an exciting matchup. I don't know if it'll be high scoring, but I do think it'll be a good matchup and something worthwhile to watch, especially if you're trying to find a game to watch that afternoon. 
I like it. Yeah, no, I, and I think there are a lot of really good games on this week, Brad. I mean, um, a lot of good games. And so, hey, let's pick them, shall we? Let's pick these games, Brad. First and foremost, the Packers versus 49ers on Thursday night football should be a pretty good game. But again, you know, you said that, you know, the, the Packers can't stop the run and the 49ers, well, all they really got is the run. So uh, who do you got in this game? Uh, I'm going to pick the 49ers here. And the only reason why I say that is because I thought uh, Nick Mullins had a good game. Uh, Baron Ayuk had a good game for the 49ers. Uh, their run game seems to be like it's back. Um, you know, McKinnon had a great game this past weekend. And so I just think with the, like you were saying, with the run game, with the suspect defense for the, the Packers, I'm going to pick the 49ers here. Yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers to win this game as well, Brad. Uh, yeah, I like the run game. Just to, I like the run game to just pile through the Packers once again. Um, all right, Texans versus Jaguars, Brad. I'm I'm personally going to take the Texans in this one, but if Gardner Minshew is playing, I might decide I might take the Jags, but I'll take the Texans. Yeah, the last, actually I saw right before we started. Uh, I think I did see something like Gardner Minshew just got ruled to where he's out, and so I'm going to hit the Texans here as well. I don't even know who the backup quarterback is for Jacksonville. Uh, Mike Glennon, I believe. Exactly. Uh, okay. and yeah. <laughs> uh, Giants versus Washington, Brad. Uh, this says snooze fest, but the Washington, what uh, Giants, they got their first win against the Washington, I think, right? Uh, this is at, this is in Washington. Um, Brad, I, I think I'm going to take the Giants to win this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I, I want to say they just played like two weeks. I think they played like yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah like um, and the Giants took care of business against them. Uh, I don't see that changing much, so I'm going to put the Giants here as well. All right, so we're even at the moment. Ravens versus Colts, Brad. Uh, again, one of the best games of the week, top three at least, uh, I think. And, uh, yeah, um, Ravens versus Colts, Brad. Uh, who do you got in this game? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Colts, and and this is the main reason why I'm saying that. I know they're going to get Juden back. He was just disqualified for the game for, for making contact with the official. Uh, but – uh, it came out this morning that Marlon Humphrey, a uh, really, really, really good safety for the Baltimore Ravens, will be out this week because of testing positive for COVID-19. Um, and so because of that, and only, really only because of that, I'm picking the Colts. I think that they'll have the edge just because of Marlon Humphrey being out. I, You know, I'm going to take, uh, take the Colts in this one, not necessarily just because of Marlon Humphrey, Brad, but I think that the Ravens, they could be out of a lot of players. Uh, because of COVID, and honestly, could this game actually play, be played? I think we'll find out more as the week goes on. I mean, Marlon Humphrey, I mean, he, he started for them, you know, also watch your Steelers as well. Mm -hmm. And so, listen, um, yeah, um, it, this is – I'm going to take the Colts because I think if the Ravens do play, they're going to be without not only Marlon Humphrey but maybe a few others. Um, all right, Brad, I'm going to – Lions versus Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I think Dalvin Cook has a great game again. Man, I wish – I want to pick different than you, but, I yeah, I agree with you. I think Dalvin Cook has a great game, and uh, Detroit looks like the Detroit we thought they were all season. So, I'm going to pick Minnesota here. All right, Brad. I You know, talking about the Ravens-Colts, I really want to take the Ravens, but, man, it's just, the you know, COVID again. Um, all right, Bears-Titans, Brad. Um, I'm going to take the Titans in this one because I think that they should win it. Um, but honestly, I mean, if the Bears win it, I won't be surprised at all. Not one bit. Not at all. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to pick Chicago just because I like their defense a tad more than Tennessee's defense. Uh, I like Chicago's defense a lot more. I just like the Titans' offense a lot more than I like the Chicago Bears, but still. Um, all right, Panthers versus Chiefs. Brian? Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs here. I don't think it'll be much of a competition. Uh, I agree. I, I don't think it will be either. Um, and then you also have the Seahawks versus Bills, Brian. Mm. Uh, I'm going to pick Seattle here because so far they haven't. Oh, yeah, they did let me down against the, the Cardinals. But uh, I don't know. I just – I like the Seattle – I like Seattle's offense just a little bit more than Buffalo's. And I liked how Seattle was able to – even though people know that they're the worst defensively, they were able to do well this past weekend. And so I'm going to pick Seattle here. But I think it's going to be – again, I was telling you this earlier, I think it will be like a 38-35 kind of game. I like it. Okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. Man, I mean, we're we're right. We're I mean, we both – listen, we, I, I didn't give them, but uh, we both went eight and six last week. Brad's uh, 82-36-1. Uh, Robert is 68-50-1. So, Brad, again, still up um, by 14 games on me here. But uh, that's okay. That's all right. Um, all right. Again, uh, Seahawks, Bills, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Uh, Broncos, Falcons, Brad, who do you got? Man, this is hard. I was trying to think about this as I was looking at the games for the week. Uh, give me the Broncos. I think I like how they're playing lately. Um, I'll take them over the Falcons. Um, I mean, I feel like we need to be different on something. I, I'm going to take the Falcons, but, I mean, I could see – I could definitely feel like the Broncos are going to win this. Falcons are probably going to burn me again, but it is what it is. Well, they did in this past right. week, so. I, that's true. That's true. Maybe it's maybe it's a luck, good luck again. Uh, Raiders versus Chargers, Brad. Um, hmm. See, I think it's in our toss-up because, really, I mean, the Chargers – Hold on to the 16-point leads. We can be looking at about a five and three team uh, with Justin Herbert as two, quarterback. Yeah, five and two. Um, or five and two, yeah. So, and the Raiders, yeah, they beat the Browns, but they looked they looked really bad against the Bucks. Let me go with the Chargers here. I'm not super confident in that, but I'll go with the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers here as well. I yeah, I don't. I'm not confident in the Raiders. Um, Dolphins, Cardinals, Brad. See, and like you were saying, I think looking back at this, this could be the best game of the week. Um, I think you're going to go for Miami, so I'll go for Arizona here. And if I'm wrong, I'll switch. Well, well I was just going to take who you didn't, honestly. Uh, I think that this could go either way, personally. Um, but I'll take the Cardinals. If you want to take Miami, I'll take the Cardinals. Okay, that works for me, sir. Okay, all right. Um, Steelers, Cowboys, <laughs> Steelers. Uh, the Steelers could just play their defense and they'd still win. Um, yeah. And Saints versus Buccaneers, Brad, who you got? Um, I just I, – I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier. I like the Bucks defense a lot better than, like, the New Orleans Saints defense. I'm going to go with the Bucks here. Okay. Patriots uh, – I'm sorry, I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. I just okay. – I like them more than the Saints. Um, Patriots versus Jets. Uh, again – the Jets were going to win a game. I think that they have a good shot against the Patriots, personally. But it's at home, Monday night football. I, I mean. Ooh, what a matchup. Yeah. I know, right? It should be flexed, but it's not going to be. Uh, Monday night ESPN's got to be happy with this one, I'm sure. 
Uh, Brad, I, I'm going to take the Patriots here, though. I, I can talk myself into the Jets all day long, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to pick New England as well. I don't. I don't. I can't justify it any other way. <laughs> I agree, uh, Brad. I think we're only different on what three games, I believe. Yeah, I think uh, so. Let me check. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, three games. Yeah, I think we're only we're only different on three games. Wow, that's crazy. All right, Brad. Uh, if you ever go in point of faith, go ahead, good sir. I do. Thank you. Um, and so this week, uh, I really want to talk about John 13, you know, talk about servant leaders. Uh, we don't, I don't think we talk about it enough in the NFL, like players that go out of their way. Maybe the, the quarterback buys all the offensive linemen, new TVs, or uh, maybe, uh, just maybe, uh, you see a quarterback throw a huge block. And I, I think I saw quite a few of those yesterday uh, during the games and uh, Danucci uh, threw a good block once. Uh, I want to say somebody else did too, and I can't remember who it was. But either way, um, you know, I think I think that to me is huge. Uh, when I'm watching a game and I see a quarterback hand off the ball and just stand there, uh, but then I see a, the other team hand off the ball and the quarterback goes and runs out and throws out some blocks out there, sacrifices his body. I know he's the quarterback, but I respect that quarterback a lot more than I respect the quarterback who just hands it off and stands there. And so really I want to look at John 13 or Jesus washes their disciples feet. And he says, in John 13, it says it was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot to betray Jesus. And Jesus knew that the father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with, a, with the towel that, that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, and, and who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, yeah, uh, you do not realize what I'm doing, but later you'll understand. And Peter says, no, you should never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part in me. Then, the Lord, Simon, the, the, then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. And Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean as you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew he was going to be betrayed. And that, that was why he said not only, or that's why he said not everyone was clean. When he finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes, returned in place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you should also wash another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I've done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is the messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. So that is a lot of scripture, but hear me out. Jesus, who is the Lord and Savior, he's our salvation. He got down and washed their feet. He even washed Jesus' feet, who he knew was going to betray him and hand him over to his ultimate death. And yet he still washed his feet. And so, I'm just, for one, obviously talking about servant attitude, but here goes a couple of things I wrote down earlier while going through this verse. Uh, my personal quiet time, but I thought, man, this, this even speaks to what, what we've talked about in Golden Point Faith. So he says in verse 16, slaves are not greater than his masters, nor messengers, those who send them. So if you're, if you're a believer, if you have a relationship with Jesus, you, you're, you're a slave to Christ. It doesn't mean, it's not, that's not a terrible uh, connotation but you are under Christ. And so we're not greater than Christ. We're not greater than God. I think sometimes we forget about that. And then verse 14, you know, talks about washing 
another's foot. He says, do this. I'm setting this example so you can do this to others. And so my question is, just as if you were to say to a quarterback, man, when's the last time you blocked for a running back or a wide receiver on a jet sweep or, or et cetera? I said, when, when's this the last time you've served a teammate? And so my question is for you is, when's the last time you've done something that represents washing somebody else's feet? Now, obviously, you're not actually washing somebody else's feet, but when's the last time you tried to serve somebody else? What is that, you know, maybe paying it forward in, in a drive through line to where maybe you're, you're covering the person behind you? Uh, maybe it's uh, doing something that somebody else wants to do despite you not wanting to do it. What is it? What if it's, you know, giving some money to the panhandler on the side of the street or giving them some food? And so my question for you is, is well, I hope that you take away from this, is when's the last time you washed my other's foot? Or... Another thing is, if you look at sports, when's the last time you set a block for somebody else? When's the last time you laid down your body to make sure somebody else had success or that was blessed or was able to do well? And if you can't remember, well, I challenge you to, this week to go out and figure out ways that you can metaphorically wash somebody else's foot. So that's my golden faith of the week, John 13. Great chapter. Um, and I hope that you get something out of this. Jonathan, thank you for letting me do this every week. I appreciate it, and I look forward to it. Amen, Brad. Amen. Welcome to Golden Point Sports Podcast. You can find us on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, and more. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Let us know what you thought in your comments. And go rate us and give us reviews on any other podcast site you listen to. Again, thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode.